0: I think when we first started our idea was to create a company that really serviced a different point of the part of the market that no one else was, was tapping into at that time and it was about making sure we always had the, the newest ideas, the newest furniture and the newest trend um, but also the best quality so that when we go to site with our furniture um, we're doing the best job possible we can for just being that small component of their event. Welcome to Behind the Clipboard. Event experts empowering you to throw
1: killer events for your business, workplace, social circle and beyond. We're giving you the Insider Toolkit, allowing you to make your events the talk of the town. Produced by Known Associates Events, it's time to open the backstage curtain and unleash your world of events expertise. Okay, welcome to Behind the Clipboard Podcast. I'm Tamara Cook. And I'm Mel Howie. And in the studio today, we have Event Artillery's directors, Natalie and Ryan Gossati. They're the driving force behind Event Artillery's collection of luxury hire items, mainly consisting of furniture, which adorn some of Perth's most prestigious events. Catering for weddings, corporate events, conferences, real estate staging, and experiential events, the team has a flair for communicating brand values via an event experience. Our kind of people. Guys, when Event Artillery first burst onto the scene in 2015, our office stopped and we said, Whoa, who's this fancy new player? <laughs> we felt as though Perth was catching up to the rest of the world with world class different offerings. I think Game Changer was thrown around uh. the office a fair bit. So, Natalie and Ryan, welcome to Behind the Clipboard. Welcome. Thank you very much. So nice to have you.
2: Thank you for the glowing intro. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, you deserve it. You deserve it. It's honestly, um, yeah, game changer. It's
3: always worth coming in here just for the boost up by TAM to start with, (laughs) I reckon. (laughs) My day's
2: better already. Yeah. Yeah, Can you
3: write (laughs) me an intro next time? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) So tell us about your backgrounds and how and why Event Artillery got started. Sure.
0: Uh, So I have a background in marketing and events and it was through that I guess that I was trying to find the furniture that I was seeing overseas and over east at these events that because Instagram had just started at that point and all of a sudden we had access to all these images of all these amazing events and I couldn't really find the beautiful furniture that I was seeing here in Perth. Um, I think I was going home a lot and talking to Ryan about it and Mm -hmm. um, it kind of piqued his interest as well so And Ryan has a bit of a has a background in business administration. So, um, from there, he suggested it as a business idea, and we yeah took it from there.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Look, I um, (coughs) we always sort of knew that we wanted to start a business. We 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 sort of didn't really know what, but but Natalie had been talking a lot about um, this this potential opportunity, um, and yeah, definitely piqued my interest. Um, My backgrounds accounting and and business admin, so professional services, and then working in small to medium business. Um, yeah, and so we started looking into it um, and we thought we could make a good go of it. So I guess the rest is history. So um, what were you doing
1: at the time that you started? Uh,
2: at the time, I was working as a finance manager um, for a uh, resources company. So, right, yeah. okay.
1: So you mm. had that... All that experience under your belt. Your yeah, way.
2: yeah, and always had a keen interest in, in business. Um, us, both of our families have a, have a background in, in small business. Um, so nice. I think it was probably a, a natural evolution, I guess, if you, if you look back on it. But um, yeah, it was, it was exciting at the time to, to see that opportunity. Um, you know, you start talking about these things, but when you really look into it and you, you solidify what you, you're thinking, it's quite exciting. Any um, regrets? uh no no, no, no. <laughs> you paused I mean, a bit there there's been some nights and uh yeah. where well, you you question it but i think that's any um any small business um as, as you would know um so no look uh it's it's been a great journey and um you know able, being able to do it together is is even um you know more positive i guess
3: yeah that's mm-hmm. wonderful mm-hmm.
0: that's yeah. so
3: sweet <laughs> I might I say you are two of the best looking guests we've had in here. Oh, <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, they you do must make have, the
3: studio look beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> you must have a beautiful child. Just saying.
1: <laughs> we well, can say, but we're biased. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think that's a reflection of their product as well. Yes, you
0: know? it is beautiful products, beautiful people, inside yeah. and out. So kind. We have so, b- quite high standards of our products, so we're very um, involved in making sure that they. – yeah, always beautiful and always different.
3: Yeah. What does an average day look like for both of you? Do you want to walk us through that?
2: Oof, yeah. Average day in the events world? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is there one? Yeah, <laughs> it's always there, different. There, there is one. Um, look, we, we have very different roles in the business, um, which I think has been really helpful um, over the course of our journey. Um, so my as opposed to a typical day, I guess um, I have a, maybe a typical week. Um, it evolves throughout the week so uh, the first part of the week involves a debrief typically with our operations team um, as to the events that occurred the week before and and the weekend over the weekend um, and then from there we roll pretty much straight into planning for the week or, or even sort of fortnight ahead we, we really like to look a fortnight ahead particularly in busy season um, because there's just so many elements to what we do um, and we, we just love being prepared um, so uh, I suppose that part of the process involves finalising uh, bump in details with clients, um, scheduling all of our deliveries um, and th- the most enjoyable part, rostering our staff on. Um, <laughs> Always tricky. Working within all of the availabilities. Because um, what does unavelous-
1: busy season mean to you? Like, Can you break it down into... Um, when you're busy, how many events would you be doing in one week?
2: Oh, God, it, it, it can vary because obviously um, we can have two or three very large events, um, which can be more um, hectic, I suppose, than 15 events. But, yeah, look, in a, in a busy week, I, I think you could have anywhere sort of up to around 20 20 events, 25 events. Wow. Um, And, you know, they all vary in size, but um, I suppose the logistics... In fact, the logistics associated with three large events can sometimes be a lot easier than than 25 sort of smaller events. Mm, Economies of scale. Um, and, And busy season also means rolling events. So it's not concentrated around just the weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, We're literally collecting everything up until Monday or even Tuesday from the week before, and then you've got an event on the Tuesday. And Um, so you've got to get it back and clean it and log it. And so it's that transition in and out of the warehouse, which um, is also something that we manage very closely, Mm -hmm. um, because um, often you'll have furniture that's, you know, come back on a Monday and it's booked for a Monday evening or, or Tuesday morning, and um, we want to make sure that furniture's in tip-top condition for the next customer. And so, um, yeah, we, we plan meticulously around that, and we spend a lot of time. Um, so scheduling in a large week can, can involve, you know, 20 man hours um, because um, we, we leave sort of no stone unturned mm. uh, because we just know from experience it just makes uh, everything run that much smoother.
0: Yeah, we over-plan
2: over plan
1: do you ever have um stock come back that's just disgusting
2: yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it does happen but it's incredible um the way that it you know it shines back up i mean we we um, spend a lot of time preparing for that um Mm -hmm. and protecting uh, our furniture against you know Red wine or... You've drink. got a lot of
3: fabric uh, furniture, actually. Yeah, yeah that would
1: freak yeah. me out. I don't even like having people over to my house because <laughs> yeah. I've got one really <laughs> light sort of silver grey rug. and I'm like, D- yeah, come in, but don't walk on the rug. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't, don't step into the lounge room. Yeah. Kind of uh, just tiptoe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um, no,
0: it's very resilient furniture and it's all commercial grade fabrics and our warehouse right. managers picked up all the tips and tricks on how to get um, the stains out of the um the pinks and the whites Mm. and yeah we do a lot of reupholstering but um Mm. Mm. yeah most of the time it comes out with a bit of sard and yeah it's quite good oh sard wonder power yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's the trick
2: Yeah, no so i think yeah obviously coming into the business it was it was something that we were a little bit daunted by but we've just you know um worked at it um really hard over the years to to find the best ways to treat different types of product finishes and um yeah, there's there's nothing really that we see these days um, that surprises us too much. I guess.
1: Yeah, that's good. Yeah. As an event manager, sometimes um, I remember one event. It wasn't with your furniture. It was with Levi had laid down Levi from Perth Dance Floors. He put down this um, white dance floor, and I had been so strict with the MC in telling him no drinks on the dance floor. And when he picked it up the next day, we had 400 people on this dance floor. He's like Tam did the event actually happen? (laughs) Because there's no stains on the dance floor and on a white-gloss dance floor, that's never happened. And I was like... I was on it. <laughs> That's incredible. Well
2: done.
3: Yeah. Hopefully they still had fun.
1: <laughs> it wasn't like coming into my lounge room. <laughs> the guests
3: come home, they're like, there was this Nazi lady there who wouldn't even let us have a drink.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's good. Well, like, I mean, good event managers do look after their suppliers' yeah. stock as much. In, you want people to have a good time, obviously.
2: Yeah, yeah. and I think the occurrence of... of uh, damage is it's it's a much it's much less than people think or certainly that's the experience in our business um you know every so often we get clients asking pre-event like you know what should i expect and Mm. um you know we're quite pleased to tell them that it's very rare that um obviously glassware that's just you know a natural occurrence Mm. i think an event gets broken but certainly furniture um we're certainly not having to follow up too often on on um you know big expensive repair bills or
1: that's
0: great great. and sometimes we just repair things without even telling the client we just include it as part of the service Mm. just because it's something we can do in-house or yeah
3: yeah that's great Mm. Mm -hmm. So what does an average day look like for you, Natalie? I'm sure it's different.
0: Very different, yes. I'm more client-facing and I will um, do a lot of the client relationship building, um, a lot of the proposals for clients who are in the corporate sector, um, people who don't really know what they want or where to start. I will work with them. Um, I also do the marketing and then I'm constantly looking for inspiration for new collections. So different fabric sourcing and um, always just sort of flicking through Um, socials and um, magazines for new ideas and what we're going to do next.
1: I'm so interested in where you're looking for that. So Mm, you said socials and magazines. Would it largely be Pinterest?
0: Um, Pinterest, yeah, Instagram. I follow a lot of um, interior design blogs and Mm. um, those kind of magazines as well. Pre-COVID, we were really fortunate. It was the best part of the job um, as well. that We got to travel to get a lot of inspiration and really go and talk to our suppliers and touch and feel the stock, um, but now it's sort of all done online. Um, we also had during COVID we had a um, interior uh, a design team work with us to design the collection. So because we couldn't travel, we wanted to work with someone here that could help us um, come up with something really different and turn our direction a little bit away from the gold luxe feel into Mm -hmm. something a little bit more contemporary that we were seeing in those interior design trends something we'd want in our own home if we if we could so so what what
1: kind of trends what's bang on trend at the moment we're seeing you're seeing a lot of
0: texture a lot of warm colors a lot of um creams and yeah it's a lot more soft and not so gold and flashy at the moment so Yeah, or even a bit of a mix if you need to do – if you do like the metallics, adding a bit of that in with some fabrics. And we've got our beautiful boucle um, sofas now which have that beautiful texture to them and a lot of bulbous, curvy um, furniture as well. So
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The 70s, right? They seem to be coming back.
0: I was thinking the exact same thing. Yeah. 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 It's all very loungy and cool. Yeah. yeah.
3: And, like, I used to think – the like the brown couches would never come back and suddenly you're seeing those Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) i'm horrified
1: (laughs) (laughs) you're horrified and then you suddenly your mind goes click 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 i like it
3: yeah yeah but maybe in a reimagined way like Mm. i I am totally against speaking of things coming back flared jeans i just cannot get into it (laughs) Completely unrelated to yeah. furniture, but you know,
1: I can see you stick, sticking to your um, guns there as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. We, I we'll think never see melon flares. Yeah, so. the
3: older you get, you just can't be bothered with the current fashion. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm never doing hipsters again. I can tell you yeah. right yeah. now. Oh my no god, bad.
3: no. So, what is the process when you are creating? Do you try to get new furniture every season? Um, what is the turnaround time on that? Do you order in huge quantities or just small quantities and test the market?
0: Yeah, so we're constantly talking to our clients about what they want and always asking for feedback. Um, We're looking at what people are hiring and also um, what we can bring in that's a bit different, like booth seating was something we brought in a couple of years ago that Mm -hmm. no one really had. Um, ways to use our furniture that's um, that can be different at each event and be reimagined at each event as well. So mm-hmm. um, we get quite creative with those kind of things. So then during COVID, we, or we bought in a collection um, at the la- end of last year. Um, so that was a year process for that collection because of all the delays, shipping was double the amount of time that we normally, it normally takes. Production was really delayed because people were in lockdown overseas and we were in our little bubble here, but the rest of the world was being really affected by COVID, which delayed our collection significantly. But generally speaking, we're always working on the next thing. So we currently have a new product in um, production at the moment. Um, but we're also working on a bigger collection which will come out later next year as well at the same time. So we'll have um, small drops across the year and then one generally one larger drop. So mm, how yeah, exciting. Then. Can you give yes. us any insight into what that is? More fabric. Oh. <laughs> 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 More um, sad. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ryan's a bit worried about this one. It's white. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Or cream, sorry. You yeah, mentioned so. um,
1: that you brought in boots and then you could show people how – they could reimagine the ways that they put it together. Is that Mm. something that you... So do you do the mood boards and say, you could do it like this and in space, you could do it like that, and people can get a real... Your clients can get a real
0: visual for what they can do with your pieces? Yeah, we certainly definitely try it in... um inspire our clients in how they can use um, our pieces in different ways. I had a client in the other day who was thinking about doing a a love seat for her wedding and um, she hadn't even, she was thinking of two two chairs but I said why don't you use the booth as like a little area for yourselves and it's a bit different to the throne chairs or something like that. Yeah, it
1: makes a lot more sense actually to sit together rather than two seats next to each other. And then
0: there's space for your family to come up and sit with you and have a chat as well Mm, so she liked that idea. Yeah, so we definitely inspire them to Use to think a bit differently about how they can use the pieces. Um, we're not a typical stylist because, or a planner because our um, clients um, generally styles and planners, so we don't find the need for that. But we can pull the look together with our furniture for our clients, and if they want something a little bit more um, involved, then we recommend people like you guys <laughs> and yeah, other stylists. So yeah, yeah one thing great. that I,
1: I noticed recently on Instagram, I don't know if you've been doing it for a while or if it is a recent thing, mm-hmm. but um I thought it was brilliant is you can go on and tap like your shopping and it takes yes. you directly to the price. Yeah. That is such a time saver for us.
0: Yeah. Is that a recent thing you've done or has um, that been around? I think for we a while? started in March last year. I started doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant move.
1: Yeah. Because it's just, you know, you're looking at it, you want it, and you just want to quickly know how much it's going to cost. And That's you just it. tap it and yeah, it's
0: so frustrating when you've got to go to the website and look it up and then it's going to load. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good move. Mm-hmm. And it shows clients as well who are getting married in that venue or in a venue that they're looking at to our Instagram account. They know exactly what furniture we've used in that space previously and what works well. So we do see a lot of of traction through our website from those um uh, those shopping buttons yeah yeah Mm.
3: now just going back to creating new furniture
0: yeah
3: I've heard and tell me if this is true that you created those blush chairs specifically for Rhonda Wiley's wedding is that right
0: yeah we talk us
3: through if you had an amazing budget like that what is the process of commissioning something like that
0: so that those chairs um Grace came to us and she said I want pink chairs. Mm-hmm. So um, how can we make this happen? The lead time was really short. So we didn't have time to get them manufactured overseas in, in bulk. Um, so we actually worked with Beck to um, go and select some um, some fabrics and sh- put them to her and she picked which fabric was going to work best with her aesthetic and for the styling she was doing. And then we had them manufactured locally for for wow. her. So yeah, we've got um, a number of suppliers in Perth who we use for those kind of things and we yeah put a bit of pressure on to get it done yeah. in the time yeah. that we needed it done in and yeah and what was the really turnaround
2: well. what was, was, it, was it a couple of months i think in total? Was, uh, yeah yeah i think
0: that's quite yeah. sure yeah yep yeah. yeah. so now that probably wouldn't happen because they're all so busy but yeah. um yeah we made that happen which was very exciting yeah
3: that's awesome and they're stunning awesome. chairs i still love them I, what you. can i have pink pe- chairs at today
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're really pretty so do you have any
3: tips for clients who are not sure what type of furniture or the quantity they should hire for an event particularly with standing i think that's a bit of an unsure area in terms of how much percentage of the guests should you provide seating for
0: yeah i think a lot of clients um when they come to us they're quite surprised by how many seats they actually do need for an event Um, but we always like to um tell them to look at their guest list and their demographic of their guest list first So do they have a lot of older people coming and in that case they might need some lower seat, more comfortable seating or do they have younger people and it's just a three hour event, they don't need as much seating. So we would generally work on between 30 and 50% um, because we say to people, look at look at your guests and what's going to make them comfortable. Guest comfort is really the pinnacle, like that, that's what you want. So you really want your guests to walk away going, that was a fantastic event with no complaints. You know, we've had enough food, we've had enough to drink and we were really comfortable the whole time. So that comes down to your seating arrangements in that case. So. Yeah, absolutely. we've experienced yeah.
2: that personally, like and you guys probably have too. If you go to an event that's five hours long and there's not enough seating, it's... it's um,
0: Especially it really in heels, Ryan. Okay. I don't know yeah. about you, yeah. but when you've got those heels on, yeah. I, could only, yeah. I could only imagine. But, a um, wedding that starts at three o'clock in the afternoon and there's only 20 seats uh, or something like that, it's not um, its not very comfortable for your guests you to be standing going for that
3: long. Going to ask if the um, gender of the guests, the main profile made a difference, and probably does. Women yeah. definitely get tired standing in heels. Yeah. Um, would you recommend more seating if it's going to be primarily women?
0: I do, yes. I always recommend a few bar tables without seats if there's a lot of men because mm-hmm. they like to lean rather than sit. Mm-hmm. Um, but females, yeah, will definitely take a seat and elderly people will take a seat on low sofas as well and because they sometimes can't get up onto the high bar stools. So, Correct. Yeah, definitely look at your guest list and who you've got coming and how you can make them comfortable.
3: And what are some things that event managers should consider regarding bump in and bump out and the kind of logistics they need to keep in mind when it comes to furniture hire? It's a great question. Yeah,
2: very good question. Um, I suppose the, the more information that we have about the event and the venue beforehand is, is the better. Um, we love our detail. Um, so, so the more that we, that we can um, obtain prior, um, it just really helps the whole thing go a lot. Smoother, um, as to some specific examples and things that we um, we look at quite regularly, um, is if you guys need anything in particular in the room first so that we can that that process then starts back at our warehouse and we pack our trucks accordingly and we can instruct our staff accordingly Um, it might be that screens are needed um, up there first because the floral the florist is in at that time Um, or it might be that a particular area of the venue uh, has to be completed first so that's that's always really important information to have Equally access to the venue is is very important. As much as we um, have been to most venues around town, there's always the odd thing that can surprise us. Um, And so things like driveway height um, limitations um, or lift dimensions, if there's a particularly tight lift, because obviously, you know, chairs and um, bar tables are one thing, but if you're dealing with bars and backdrops, uh, they can be a lot larger and and might not fit in your conventional sort of domestic lift, for example. Um, So we like to know that information, um, yeah, up front. Um, Is there any requirement for, like, sign-in or induction on site uh, or do we need to be escorted into the venue? That's also very handy. Um, and also having the contact details of the site contact, uh, the person who's going to be available to pick up the phone um, upon arrival, um, is, is really is really handy too. Um, we use uh, a delivery tracking software, it's something we implemented about I think it was about eighteen months ago, now two years ago. I
1: saw that, yeah, on your on your LinkedIn when I was stalking you. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you've got a, you've got a few tricks up your sleeve with technology. Yeah, yeah. we
2: we we. we We pride ourselves in our technology just because it makes business easier, business easier for us and for our clients. So this particular software that we use, it allows us to schedule all of our our jobs and really provide almost every detail that we have available to us, to our staff in advance of the job. Um, they actually, f- feedback has been that they really enjoy knowing what they're doing like a day before they're actually arriving at work. It, it you know, makes them more comfortable and they can prepare themselves for what they're doing. Um, so in that has obviously all the standard details, um, job name, contact, contact details, but then to that we can attach things like floor plans and, and other information that, that may be provided. Um, so we're really going there as prepared as possible um, for yeah, the event. That's great. Yeah, and um, the, the bonus is that it allows our clients to see when we're on our way, the guys can inform you and you can talk directly to them through the software as well. Um, mm,
1: so that's yeah. really
3: good. That's event management Dream. Yeah, yeah. gold yeah. <laughs> for an
0: event manager's ears. I wish we, everyone had tracking on. <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> yes, that would be a dream.
0: Yeah, we know we're just one component of the day for an event manager. It's such a stressful job. So if we can do our part really well and communicate and just get in and get out for you guys, it's just – it makes everyone's life easier. Yeah, that's so great. We yeah. probably bother with our clients with a lot of questions pre-event, but it's all worth it on the day. It makes yeah. it um, a lot easier for our team, your, um, the event manager's team. And, um, yeah, more affordable as well for delivery as well because it's um, in and out a lot faster.
2: So, yeah, yeah. We, we pride ourselves on being places on time and when we say we're going to be there. So it'll it's all part of that process of just enabling us to get in and get out efficiently so that we can, you know, get to the next job and, and keep everybody happy.
3: Yeah, that's yeah. great. Mm. What's your standard delivery window time?
2: Yeah. Uh, there's probably n- not a standard. So, do you mean like in terms of the window that we give the clients? So, yeah. say we'll be there between nine and nine. We we typically give a half an hour window, mm-hmm. but um, it's it's probably more of a buffer. Like if we say between nine and nine thirty, we're, we're there at nine pretty much. Yeah, um, that's great. That's Some really companies
3: give four hours, which is really frustrating. Yeah,
2: no, yeah. no, no. no Any time
3: no. from twelve to four p.m. We'll be there. I'm like, well, that makes a huge difference. Yeah, <laughs>
2: I, I mean. We don't enjoy that in our personal lives when yeah. <laughs> you have to be home from twelve till four. So we could only yeah. imagine how it would be um, when you're trying to produce a, a, an event. Um, so yeah, look, um, yeah, we, we we pride ourselves on on our um, timeliness, I guess.
0: Yeah. yeah, and communicating. If we are running a bit behind, we do try and we we will know that from this um, software that we use. So we try and communicate that with the client as well. So it just all makes it, it run smoothly for everyone.
3: Yeah, great. Yeah. That would make a huge difference. Mm. To the event manager on the day. Yeah. So tell us about the most memorable event or event location that you've styled.
0: There's so many. We've been part <laughs> I'm <sure>. of. Yeah, <laughs> we've been part of some really amazing events in Perth. We've been really lucky, and um, yeah, we've worked in some really amazing places as well. Um, but probably most recently was being part of the AFL Grand Final, working at Optus Stadium um, as the AFL's um, supplier here. Great. So that was an amazing experience. to be part of, I guess, a quite a historical event for Perth. So, so tell us that, what you did there. Oh, sorry. Oh, how did it come about? Yeah. Um, so the stadium actually um, recommended us to the AFL. I think we we're on a preferred supplier list um, that got sent through to them. So we worked with them on their preliminary final and then the semifinal as well and then that kind of just carried on until to the grand final so because they were either in quarantine or stuck in Melbourne we were their hands on the ground here so we um, ran around doing all the setups for them um, sub-hired where we needed to for them and yeah just basically did everything they couldn't do because they were in Lockdown in Melbourne. Lots of
1: communication, I can imagine. Yeah,
0: lots of late nights. They were up until all hours over there just getting it done because the turnaround time, I think we found out three weeks before the event, before the grand final. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Oh, that's so, so exciting! Oh, and were they so good exciting. to work with? Yeah, fantastic! Oh, they were really open to to all ideas, and um, yeah, it was just an amazing experience to be involved with such a big um, organization on yeah such a huge event. There was a lot of um, pressure to get it right, especially for the VIP rooms, and um, we just re- you know took that challenge and just ran with it. It was really I really saw great what for you us.
1: did online, and it was beautiful. It was just mm-hmm. stunning. It was really good. Yeah. Did you get to yeah. go?
0: After all that? We did actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We purchased yeah. some tickets to go. Yeah. Are you
3: obviously, AFL fans. If yeah. that was a highlight for you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. It was also good to see how our team responded too. Like they were genuinely excited to be part of it because it required some big hours. And, you know, if we talk about big weeks, that was the biggest week we've ever had. Um, You know, there was the grand final and then there was a a lot of other events to to do too. So, but the guys and girls, um, you know, really bought into it and... um, yeah, it was exciting for everyone.
1: That's um, what you want when your team, yeah. when you know you're going to ask a lot of your team, mm. and yeah. they're really going to have to lift. You know they're going to be tired and a bit cranky, yeah. but it's such an exciting event that everyone's just like, "Who cares? Let's yeah. we're all in it together and let's yeah. go. Yeah. We're let's go for it." Here,
2: so. Absolutely,
1: yeah. yeah. It may yeah. never happen in Perth again. Yeah. That's
0: it. It was so great to be part of something like that that may never come again. But all of Perth was excited. I feel everything was. Um, activated all the events spaces around the city were activated and people were out and about it was really really quite incredible and people
2: were excited for us everyone we spoke to that you know we told that we were involved they were they were just so excited so yeah it was yeah. lovely
0: yeah what a treat how mm. many people yes.
1: have you got on your team now
2: well i think we're up to about 16 or 17 wow yeah it's yeah. a lot
1: yes. of people to manage yeah yeah, yeah. Does is. that fluctuate depending on how busy you are? Is it a um, casual team yeah, or a full-timers? It, it, or? Do you
2: know, it typically doesn't. Um, we we have most of it – so it's a mix of casual and full-time, but um, most of our casuals have been with us now for probably two years plus, some of them four years. Great. Um, and the business is only sort of five and a half, six years old. Um, so, yeah, we've got a great team culture, um, really good team of um, guys and girls and um, – and in, in it just it evolves because i guess the main way we we recruit new staff is via recommendations um, from our existing staff and so they have a lot of buy-in i guess as well in that regard um they then we never find they recommend somebody that you know turns out to be you know not as good as we'd expect so um yeah it's great
0: awesome sounds
3: like the dream is a small business
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're very fortunate with our team. Yeah. And we're now growing that team again. So, because it's so busy at the moment. It's, mm. yeah. Isn't it's a it? really exciting yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. Touch wood. I know. Yes. 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 Never want yeah. it to end. Yeah. 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 So what exciting things are next
3: for Event Artillery? You've hinted at it. Growing team, yeah. new collection. Exactly, yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Yep. So new um, stock landing early next year, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Um, and then a collection towards the end of the next year, which we'll be working on now. And um, yeah, growing the team as quickly as we can now to keep up with um, the workload and um, so that we can keep enhancing all the events around Perth so we can keep um, servicing our clients the best way possible. So, yeah, it's very exciting.
1: Can I ask what sets you apart from other furniture suppliers or? Um, it's not just furniture, it's event yeah. styling items. Yeah. Um, what do you think that one key thing is that sets Event Artillery apart?
0: I think when we first started, our idea was to create a company that really serviced a different point of part of the market that no one else was, was tapping into at that time. And it was about making sure we always had the, the newest ideas, the newest furniture and the newest trend, um, but also the best quality so that when we go to site with our furniture for a client, because a lot of our clients are repeat customers, um, we're doing the best job possible we can for just being that small component of their event. Um, So we're always just trying to bring something really professional, quality um, and different, unique furniture out to an event. So we try and set ourselves apart with with that quality element of our our business and always just trying to provide something really new for Perth and um, that hasn't been seen and is really design-focused, yeah, and then we use all these te- all this technology that we're introducing to try and enhance that as well.
1: Yeah, so quality in design, quality in customer service, and quality in technology. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that's
0: great. That's a much more succinct. way <laughs> of putting it. <yet. laughs> know. you've summed it up yes. perfectly. Yes. That's going <laughs> on our we website. Use that next website. Yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Just wrote your tagline. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, where can we find you if people are interested in checking out your range?
0: So our full range is available on our website, which is eventartillery.com.au. But I always like to send people to our Instagram page because you've got um, in-situ examples of all our furniture there and um, all the styling work that amazing stylists around Perth have done um, with our furniture. So it gives you some great ideas. Um, Or you can come and see us at our showroom. and We love having people in our showroom. Um, doesn't happen all the time, but it's nice when people come visit us. So I've never been to the showroom. Yeah, I was just you thinking, have to oh, come you have out. To come. That's how I
3: met Natalie. I went yeah. out and looked at their stuff, and it was a very nice experience. Yeah, I'll <laughs>
1: have to grab a bottle of shards
0: and head out there. Yeah. we've, we've yeah. got Perfect. you covered. Yeah, Perfect. get to sit come in the nice one. chairs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, come on a Friday afternoon. Okay. Have a drink. Yeah, don't have to yeah. tell us twice. <laughs> 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 we'll bring the cheese. I was gonna say we'll bring a cheese board.
3: That's our go-to. Sounds great. Yeah. So to summarise our chat today, you, what would you say our top tips are? Probably cater for seating for roughly thirty to fifty percent. Of your crowd, yep. depending on whether they're female or male. Yep. Uh, let you guys know what order the furniture needs to be bumped in so you yep. can pack the truck accordingly. Mm-hmm. I think that's such a great tip. Yeah, me too. I've never m- really thought about that.
1: Me neither. But getting the things out first that other suppliers may need to work yeah. on yeah. makes so much
3: sense. Great tip. Yeah, sure. And then keeping access in mind, lifts. Yep. We, we have got caught by that before as well we tried to fit a car in the lift at convention centre <laughs> and it was an old
1: it was 19 20. 18 oh, I 18. think um, Rolls Royce named wow. Gertie oh my gosh. and she was tall so worth a fair bit <laughs> yeah yeah and we yeah. Mel and I had to stand on the
3: sideboards to weight it down just to get it because she was like no two way. centimetres too high oh my gosh. so we, someone had to reverse it in while we were, all these volunteers were crouched and standing Wait on the sideboards <laughs> yeah. yeah the things we do I, I know, know yeah. lot it lot always gets there.
2: done but it's just about making it that bit easier, I guess. It does, yes.
3: yeah.
1: Any other top takeaways that you would give to the people of Perth and and around the world that are listening yeah. to the podcast when they're hiring their furniture?
0: I think um, be experimental with your look as well. Don't always just feel like you've got to stick to it. just a wipe a white wedding or um a white cocktail party be there's so many different colors and um, shapes around now experiment with it and try and come up with something different push yourself to be really creative with your um your styling and if you do need any help putting um something together or um t- deciding on how much you need for your event contact us and yeah. we'd be happy to help you yeah, yeah. great tip. i want to know how you came up with the name We were looking for something really strong at the time, six years ago, um, people were, uh, the look was very vintage and soft and boho and we just wanted something really different that was going to cut through and show our style. So yeah, a really strong name and we found that in Event Artillery. Yeah, nothing much stronger than Artillery. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, thank you so much for joining us.
0: Thank you for having
3: us. us. Really interesting chat. It's been great. And, yeah, I'm sure our listeners are going to get a heap out of it as well. We hope so. Thank
1: Thank you, guys. Thank you.
3: Thanks for tuning
1: in. For your chance to have your questions answered or join our conversation, jump into our Facebook group, Behind the Clipboard Podcast, and follow us on Instagram at Behind the Clipboard Podcast.